Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining us on the Roman guest line is our guy, Jill Gallant from FTM Bets to talk is, some... Is it Gallant? Jill Gallant. 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 Yep. Joining us from nice. FTM Bets to talk some football. Jill, can you tell the people how to say your name correctly so we don't butcher it? Quinn, I appreciate the opportunity and platform to clarify this is Jill Gallant. Yeah, nice. you were spot on, spot on with it. However, with a name like mine, if you were to take some liberties and, you know, go with a Gallant or a Gilles or whatever, I'm not really going to get too uppity about it. If I did, I'd be mad all the time. Is there is there a, a favorite of yours that you have? Like, I used to get called uh, Quentin Mayo. People just assumed that it was Mayo and not Mayo like the condiment. Do you have a favorite, like, mispronunciation of your name? Oh, I, well, I mean, I don't know if they're ever favorites, but I, def, I definitely get Giles a lot. Uh, I think the one thing, uh, people, they, they just see the S in the name and they automatically, they, they just can't unprogram themselves to want to say it. So that's okay. Again, it just, I, and I, I, at the same time, it's all part of the name. If you're going to have a unique name like this and it's going to be a little bit of different uh, variations of pronunciation, you got to be used to the fact that some people are going to be able to, not going to be able to get it the first time. Especially since like Jill is such like a foreign, like European sounding first name. And then you got Gallant, which kind of sounds like uh, someone from Louisiana is mispronouncing like a, uh, like, you know, caviar or something like Gallant. You know what I mean? That's kind of. <laughs> well, well, Trista, technically both are very uh, Acadian in background. So yeah, oh, Louisiana, same thing. Like, so th- they both uh, fit that description. So yeah, you're, you're spot on though. The history is almost there. Oh gosh. Joe, you fit our description of the man we need to go to for information about these games coming up on Sunday since he Kansas City. And then of course, San Francisco taking on the Rams. We just finished talking about that Bengals game against the, the Chiefs. It's a seven and a half point spread. And right now at BetMGM, we get the Chiefs to cover the seven and a half for plus money, plus 100 value right now. What is your feel on that game? I I personally feel like, of course, the Chiefs already lost to this team. They're one game away from the Super Bowl. What better way to do it at your crib than to right your wrongs, get some uh, vengeance on the team that embarrassed you a few weeks ago in Cincinnati. But what say you? Yeah, I think this is a very interesting line because uh, to go uh, a little bit nerd here and uh, and paraphrase Vision from the Avengers. Yes, the Chiefs. The way this line oh is kind God, of Oh my God, have you been listening to the show? Like, <laughs> he's trying to say no. Of course he has. Yeah. I mean, if he does miss it, he up. checks out the pet cat. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've been giving a lot of Marvel re- references. I just got so excited. Just keep going. I'm so sorry. Sure. No. So <laughs> essentially, the Chiefs are. Uh, Thanos, I guess, in this equation, if we're, if we're doing that. But anyway, the point is, the Chiefs, where they're laying this spread, is that you're almost enticed to want to take the Bengals in this spot, especially if you're getting it at plus seven and a half. Uh, the seven, I feel like I'm a little worried about here on the push. 
And I think we're maybe going to get a little too caught up in the Week 17 result uh, and not actually kind of look at the way that that game flow was. I mean, the Chiefs were up like 28-14 to 14 on them. They just kept forgetting about Jamar Chase, and I'm not sure they're going to make that same mistake again. Um, and now, obviously, we saw their secondary get diced up by the Bills just a uh, couple of days ago, but I'm not sure that that's going to happen again with this Bengals team. So I know that people will point to the ATS record of how the Chiefs have done at home over the last uh, you know couple of years, but for me in this spot, I feel like the Chiefs, it might just be a roll type of game where they win by double digits at least. Jill, Gabriel Davis came out of absolutely nowhere. Four tutties against the Chiefs. First player ever to do that. Uh, If you were to choose a player to come out of nowhere in either one of these matchups in terms of a prop to take, who would it be? Well, that's tough because uh, with this one, these teams are so well-known. I don't know if I would be able to bring up anybody that would be. Like, I I don't have a a Kendall Blanton in my back pocket the way that the Rams did where you just came out of nowhere and just ruined everybody's first touchdown bet in that Rams-Buccaneers game. But for me, I think right now the Rams, uh, pardon me, the Bengals-Chiefs game, I think the bet that people need to be looking at is Joe Burrow at plus 600 and plus uh, 550. It ranges around there depending on the sports book. But uh, I feel like this is a spot that you can get pretty good value on Joe Burrow uh, being a, a playoff game and having throwing a little bit more caution to the wind about that knee, playing against a defense that has allowed the most touchdowns to quarterbacks this season. Uh, I really like the spot and those odds uh, at plus 550, plus 600. Uh, Gilles, I was looking at some Super Bowl winners and some Super Bowl MVP futures because if you're looking at the Chiefs right now, they're plus 120. They're the favorites. The Rams have the second best odds, 2-1. to one. The 49ers are plus 450, and then the Bengals – Rightfully so, or eight to one. But I was looking at why would I bet the Chiefs at plus one twenty to win the Super Bowl? If they win the Super Bowl, most likely Mahomes is going to be the MVP, and I get a better price plus one eighty. Is there anything that you're looking at, maybe playing MVP price or Super Bowl winner, or is it just pretty much like game to game and props right now for you? Uh, absolutely. And first off, I want to say welcome back, Ryan. Thanks. I was, a little I was thinking you didn't the same thing. I started. Sne- I because... sneezed like fifteen times, and I didn't want to do that in this room with everybody. I have a uh, little. And sinus I was thing worried because on. you were on my show this past week, yeah. and I bragged up about how the Packers were just going to roll. Mm. And I thought you didn't want to talk to me after that. No, 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 no. Jinx them kind of thing. So, uh, welcome back. I guess then what I would say is for me, from a Super Bowl MVP standpoint, you're right. If you're going to be betting Super Bowl MVP odds, and you're looking at it right now. Patrick Mahomes is going to get the attribution for any type of credit that Chiefs offense does. Now, you could make uh, an outside case that maybe Chris Jones goes off or, yeah. you know, uh, you know, or some a defensive player. Uh, maybe Frank Clark has like a three sack game where he strip sacks somebody. But I still think that the offense is going to outweigh what the Chiefs defense throws onto the field. Now, for me, the two long shot bets that I put in last week, I wrote an article at FTMBets.com before the divisional round talking about who I would bet for Super Bowl MVP odds. And Joe was one of them at 18 to 1. He's now down to uh, plus 1,000 yep. at Bet MGM. And then, of course, Debo Samuel, who was at 30 to 1 prior to that game against the Packers, now down to 20 to 1. And the reason why I would make a great case for Debo Samuel is if they make it to the Super Bowl and they're able to win that game and he's doing his thing they're going to say that Debo Samuel did it. They're not going to attribute Jimmy Garoppolo and and what he's been able to do on the field. Jimmy Garoppolo would have to throw like for over 300 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions and completely dice up whether it be the Bengals or the Chiefs in that Super Bowl matchup to actually get Super Bowl MVP, in my opinion, I think based on the way that the voting is going to be concerned. So Debo, I think at plus 2000 offers great value right now in comparison to taking the Niners Super Bowl bet. 
I was looking to see if I can play a Trent Williams, former Washington football team Super Bowl tackle. MVP? Super Bowl <laughs> no, MVP. they don't got him. They do I have Robbie Gold, though. I, say, I don't see him on here, and that's very unfortunate, even though uh, Trista, you, you love Trent Williams. You cited his uh, false starts on every play as the reason why the Dallas Cowboys Jill, failed. Same. Jill, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? You know what I'm saying? I, I do, but at the same time, he still scares me as a, as a left tackle that I feel like if I was to put my defensive end on, I'm basically erasing uh, being able to get pressure because he's just so damn good. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why that run game for the 49ers has been so effective this season. Joe, um, when we're looking at these games, what is the most value that you feel in terms of like home field advantage? Because I, I look at the games over the weekend, and of course it was three three dogs, and then you have the one favorite at home for the Chiefs. But when I, when I see Arrowhead going crazy, I just feel the urge to bet anything res- in, involving the Kansas City Chiefs. Same thing like what well, doesn't happen for the Rams. But do you think there's an edge in terms of how you evaluate your props in terms of home field advantage in that case? Um, not necessarily, but I definitely think for the side, I think you're on to something, Quentin, because you know just as well as we do that SoFi Stadium isn't exactly the most hospitable arena for uh, home fans. Like, if anything, opposing fans seem to kind of take over that place, whether it be the Chargers playing uh, and even to a lesser extent the Rams when they were, for example, hosting the 49ers in uh, Week 18. So uh, I definitely weigh that when it comes to a side and total prop or side and total bet. But for props, I find it doesn't weigh in as much just because I do feel like that – Teams are going to get theirs no matter what, I feel like, from an offensive standpoint. There are two props, though, that I think uh, we're going to be – you should keep your eye on for these for these weeks. Do you want to, they're, they're not out yet, but do you want to know which oh, ones they are? Of course, Jill. We don't That's have you on because of your here. name, buddy. We have you on because of your props <laughs> and how you hit those. All right, so first one, you want to be looking at a Matthew Stafford interception prop this oh. weekend. So right now, when you look at the interception prop market – Home quarterbacks are the ones that are going to be tending to get plus money. So I guess the caveat is that I'm always kind of going for towards the plus money bets. Matthew Stafford is going to fit that bill this weekend because he's going to be playing at home. You're probably going to be able to get it probably around even money, maybe plus 110. He had four interceptions in two games versus San Francisco this year. Um, and the Niners, just their defensive line is just keeping to look strong. I think Stafford is due for another interception in that type of matchup. The net, but when that line comes out, make sure to watch for it and to see if it's, you're getting half decent value at plus money. The next one is the Joe Mixon receptions line. That, Over the last oh my gosh, Joe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're with me, Quentin. You're yes, with me I was, I was looking for it today, man. I couldn't find it. I was like, whenever this gets released, I'm on Joe Mixon rece- receptions. We are, we are both. Unique named geniuses, man. (laughs) Well, Quentin, here's the deal, man. Over the last three games that he's played, they've set the line at three and a half. Now the week 17 game against the chiefs was actually set at two and a half. And the over was plus money each time. It was plus 150 this past weekend, plus 145 the weekend before. He combined for 11 catches over the two games. And the Chiefs ranked 28th in receptions to running backs at 7.7 per game. So I think if they put it at three and a half again, I'm going to be putting a huge bet on the over. But I think what's going to happen is you're going to see the the odds makers. They're going to put that at four and a half at a plus money. I'll probably still consider playing it. Joe, also, I went back and watched that game the Chiefs played last week against, um, um, of course, uh, Buffalo. And the way to take advantage of that pass rush is just giving it to Devin Singletary out the backfield, just quick hitters. And, of course, Joe Mixon is right in the alleyway for that one. We're talking right now with our guy, Gilles Gallant. You could catch his work with FTN Bets. Every once in a while, he's nice enough to let me come on his show. We did, Gilles, so it was a rough weekend for me with the Packers, but I did have the over in the Chiefs game, so that hit. I did have 
Uh, we had the A.J. Dillon touchdown prop, yeah, which hit right did. away. We didn't get the two touchdowns for 11-1 to odds. That stunk because he got injured. Um, but other than that, it was a decent enough weekend except for my team loss. So now I have to watch the 49ers this weekend. There was a four. Now it's three and a half. They're three and a half point dogs. The total is 46 and a half. I like the Rams on the money line, but it's minus 190 now. And I kind of like San Francisco with the number, though. Like, I feel like this is a field goal game. These teams know each other very well. But Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. And um, I don't want to go against that trend, but I think the Rams are the better team. How are you betting this game on Sunday? I'm kind of in the same boat with you, Ryan. And, and the way that they're setting the spread is it's almost, I don't want to call it bait, but it definitely feels very baity. I guess it would be at the three and a half. Like it, it's inviting you to bet the Niners yeah. in this spot. And um, especially when you can just look at the just general trends. Well, they've lost six straight games against them. Um, pretty much Debo Samuel just does what he wants when he plays that team. And the fact that even just in week 18, just the most recent results, this isn't, you know, uh, last year, you know, random trends or whatever else. This is literally two weeks ago. They came back and won that game against the Rams team that we both feel like is better. So that's, what's difficult right now to actually make a genuine call right now. Now I will say, I think it's going to be a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. I think you right now, like you could just parlay those two from a money line standpoint, get it around like a plus one ten range, plus one oh five. Maybe you're feeling that way. I think maybe that might be a way to go if you're looking to uh, get a little bit more juice on that. But uh, I'm with you, man. And also, I think if I had to choose right now, I think I'm going over on that total. I think forty six and a half is a little too low. Yeah, which is weird because I actually like the under in that Bengals game, and I'm guessing the over is going to be a popular public play just because it's Joe Burrow going against Mahomes, and the last time these guys saw each other, there was a bunch of points scored just a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, and the other thing with San Francisco, man, was just the way that that game was played at Lambeau. Like, I know it was a cold-weather game, but, like, for the Niners, everybody who headed to the sidelines in that game, like, Debo got injured, he came back in, I think he just got the breath knocked out of him or the wind knocked out of him. Kittle went down at times. Like, Trent Williams is all banged up. So, I think that's another thing to monitor. I think Debo, something's wrong with his ankle, though, too. Yeah, he's all beat up. That's what I was going to ask you. Jill, if you have to play a Debo prop, right? Like, I'm looking at receiving yards. It's 50 and a half, and it's minus 115 to the over. And then I'm looking at the rushing yards, and that's 41 and a half. Um, how would you play Debo? Because I have to do something with him because he's 80% of that offense pretty much right now. 90. I thought about this. And, and to be honest, I think, I think the best way to look at it, because I think the Rams, even though that you could say that you're going to try to Debo, try to stop Debo Samuel from running. Um, it may not matter, but I think what the best way to maybe look at this is maybe to look at the prop of the passing or the rushing and receiving yards yeah. combined. Cause usually what they're going to do is they're just going to combine those two numbers. So you're going to probably be around 92 and a half. And when I actually look through his game log this year, if you include playoffs, uh, so he played uh, 16 games this year with uh, two playoff games in 18 games, he did it in 10 of them. So uh, passing the number of 92 and a half yards, that would be in, implied with those combined, right? So uh, for me, I was just already kind of thinking to myself, you know what? He could take a slant to the house. If he takes a slant to the house and they decide not to run the ball anymore, well, then I'm messed over for my rushing prop. But if he, but if I take a rushing prop and then he decides, uh, you know, or passing prop and then he just runs the ball the entire time uh i just didn't want to get left in the cold thinking they're going to one way is going to go the other way or the other way is going to go the other way because he's such a uh an elite weapon so i think to just solve that problem i think the easiest way is just to take the over on the rushing and receiving yards prop when that comes out in a day or two walk me through how you're feeling about george kittle in this game because against the cowboys he only had one reception for 18 yards then he ends up getting four receptions, 63 yards against the Packers in a game where everybody was, like, really getting bodied. Um, how do you see this playing out 
uh, given uh, all of the experience that they've had playing one another? I mean, I like him a lot. Now, the one thing I, I was, I'm kind of concerned with, like, for example, the, the most recent meeting, uh, he had seven targets and five yeah. catches, but he only had 10 yards, like 10 yards of receiving, like, you know, on five catches. That's hard to do. And the matchup before when they played in San Francisco, same, same number of receptions, same number of targets, but one of them was a red zone target, and he caught a touchdown in that game. I like his odds over at plus 200 because you know that he's going to be on the field for pretty much every snap, whether it be for blocking or trying to uh, get out of the screen game. Um, I think right now from a 49er skill position standpoint, from picking a guy who's going to score a touchdown, Kittle makes the most sense and is the most attractive at plus 210. I'm kind of debating on whether or not I maybe want to look at Jawan Jennings as well. Uh, right now he's around the plus 350, plus 400 range, depending on the sports book. And uh, he's not going to get probably as much attention just because He's Jawan Jennings, and but he scored two touchdowns in that matchup. Uh, and so I just think at those odds, it might be worth a look because he is going to be by default the wide receiver, too, in that offense. Hey, Gilles, I was looking at some of these uh, specials that I like over at BetMGM, and they have the most rushing yards for conference championship Sunday. And I know we're both really big on Debo, obviously, and I feel like he's going to get some carries. He's probably going to have at least six targets in this game. And Elijah Mitchell is actually uh, the leader, plus 250. Joe Mixon's 3-1. to one. Cam Akers is plus 350. And then Debo is plus 500. Who would you go with? Is it, is it Elijah Mitchell for you? Or maybe, like, would you take a flyer with Joe Mixon, 3-1, to one, even going against that Chiefs defense? Just because I love that price. And all he has to do, again, is be the leading rusher on Sunday in two games. I know this is going to sound crazy, but I wish that I knew why Sean McVay was so adamant on getting Cam Akers out there for every snap. And that's why him at plus 350 right now is standing out to me because I just wondered to myself, like, is he just going to get so much volume that he just ends up getting like over 120 yards rushing and ends up just by default, just being the leading rusher of the week. Not the best odds though. So I don't really love that. Jarek McKinnon at plus 900 is not too bad, but you're almost banking that they would just make a huge run like that. Uh, yeah, this one is tough, especially for rushing yards. Uh, I mean, I think Elijah Mitchell should be the favorite at plus 250, but a Debo at plus 500, I think, would be the uh, the, the the. I don't want to call it a sharp play yeah. because I mean, I think everybody knows who Debo Samuel is at this stage. But just getting him at plus 500 with the fact of how much volume he's getting, he's getting double-digit carries in every game. You can't say the same for that for a lot of the other skill players uh, when it comes to rushing yards. Uh, well, we got to ask you about how about passing yards really quickly. Joe Burrow is tied with J- Mahomes for the favorite plus two twenty both ways. And he got Jimmy G and of course Matt Stafford plus two thirty. There, are you taking a flyer on Jimmy G five to one? Just kidding. Who would you go with? <laughs> uh, honestly, I was kind of looking at guys like uh, maybe a little bit more down the pipeline, like a Byron Pringle at uh, you know, or a Brandon Ayuk, for example. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to use the Jalen Ramsey got burned by Mike Evans approach, but you know, he did get burned by a big play there at the end, and Brandon Ayuk is going to probably be the wide receiver one that's going to be probably be defended by Jalen Ramsey most of that game, and he had about 80 receiving yards in both of those games against the Rams, so um, I'm not saying that he is going to be the guy. I'm just thinking at the odds when you're getting like a th- like 100 to 1 or 1,000 to 1 odds or whatever the odds are, sorry, yeah, 100 to 1 odds is what I'm looking at right now. Definitely worth considering, um, and then another guy I would look at is Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd has actually been much more, I just think there's going to be so much attention on Jamar chase i think the chiefs will do whatever they can to make sure that he is not beating them at all especially after what happened in week 17 that i'd be looking at the other wide receivers on the Bengals as guys that could potentially break out and just by garbage time just racking up the yards Gio, really quick if you're to handicap sean payton going to dallas as the head coach in a year or two what would that line be you have like 20 seconds 20 seconds 
Just I'm going to say minus 120 because it's the Bill Parcells disciple. Let's go. Wow. That's Jill Gallant. Thanks, My Jill. guy. Gallant. Dallas Cowboy. Thanks. Jill Gallant. Thanks a lot, everybody. Go Cowboys. <laughs> oh, go what? Yes, well, that's, that's why the, I asked. Well, that's the last time Jill's going to be on this show. <laughs> Washington football team, we are the kings of the NFC East now. It's, are you it's, serious? It's resetting the offseason. What did you guys do? Just lose your on the couch? Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 